welcome to the City Students Podcast. In today's episode, we conclude our series called The Everyday God, considering what it means to follow Jesus every day of our lives. Sam and the team discuss today and tomorrow. Hello and welcome to the City Students Podcast. Sam here. Thank you so much for listening and joining us for our concluding episode of our series called The Everyday God, where we've been thinking about over these uh, last five episodes, the fact that being followers of Jesus means that every day and every part of our day belongs to him and ways that we can grow and mature in doing that. So I hope it's been helpful and inspiring. And um, today we finish by talking about today and tomorrow, our present and our future. This is kind of an underlying principle behind the idea of giving every day to God. And a question that kind of underlines this, this episode is, is you know, does tomorrow and next week and next year occupy your mind? How about your future plans for your studies and career and relationships and where you're going to live. These are very human things, very normal things for us to think about. How do we do that well? How do we think about today and tomorrow in the way that Jesus wants us to and teaches us to? And in a few minutes, we're going to have a discussion as city students leaders about this. But first, as we've done in every episode, we want to start by thinking about what scripture says about today and tomorrow. And scripture shows that it's a very human thing to think about tomorrow, to think about our future, to make plans. In Proverbs chapter 19, it says, many are the plans in the mind of a man. We get caught up thinking lots about what shall I do tomorrow? We have our calendars where we um, put things in, all our plans for uh, the next few days and weeks and months. We think about next year, uh, what that will look like. We often are asked, what's your five-year plan? Where do you see yourself in five years? It's the way our society operates. We have governments who rule for a certain length of time. We have businesses who project what things are going to look like in three, four years time. We start big projects that will, will go on for many years. So it's a very normal thing to experience. But scripture shows us that as believers, we are to surrender those to God. We're to give up those plans. We're not to put our trust in them, but we're to give them over to Jesus. That proverb in chapter 19 reads fully as many are the plans in the mind of a man, but it's the purpose of the Lord that will stand. And Jesus teaches uh, in Matthew chapter 6, his Sermon on the Mount, about not being anxious about tomorrow. And that's often where our mind goes. When we're thinking about our futures, um, we're often a bit anxious. Where where am I going to be living? What am I going to be doing? Am I going to have a career? Am I going to have uh, relationships? Am I going to complete my studies? Uh, am I going to have enough food to eat? Um, and this is exactly what Jesus cuts to the heart of. Matthew chapter 6, he says, Therefore, 
Do not be anxious, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the Gentiles seek after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. So we're to give them over to God. We're not to assume on our tomorrow. We're not to um, just presume that uh, we're going to have tomorrow and next week and next year. And all these things are definitely going to happen, that uh, life is linear. And I'm sure many of us have experienced seasons of life where the reality of the shortness of life um, has been revealed to us. Maybe we have lost something significant in our lives. Maybe plans for our studies or for our work have suddenly fallen away. Or we've suddenly lost a loved one unexpectedly. We've had to move. And the season that we're in now of lockdown has certainly been a surprise. Doubt many of us, if any of us, would have seen this kind of thing coming. And James hits at the heart of this when actually an assumption on tomorrow is not a healthy thing. It's not the right thing to do as believers. In James chapter 4, he says, Come now, you who say today or tomorrow, we will go into such and such a town and spend a year there and trade and make a profit. Yet you do not know what tomorrow will bring. What is your life? For you are a mist that appears for a little time and then vanishes. These are challenging teachings, but both of them teach us about what we are to do with our thoughts about tomorrow, our plans for the future, our anxieties about what next week and next month and next year are going to look like. Jesus continued his teaching saying, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. Therefore, do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. Jesus understands that we have enough on our plate today to have to think about and to cope with and to do. And that we're to, to come to him in prayer and to ask him to help us in those things and to surrender tomorrow to him and to his plans and to trust that he has our days. He knows the number of our days. He knows what our life will be like on this earth. Surrender it to him and seek first his kingdom everything else will be added james continues his uh, writings where he says instead you ought to say if the lord wills we will live and do this or that surrender to his will give yourself over to the will of the lord and he will bring about good he works all things for the good of those who love him is able to do that he holds the futures our futures in his hands and so we're to focus on today it's got enough trouble of its own we're to think about what we're doing today and when we get caught up thinking about our futures we're to surrender them over to him we're going to have to keep doing this over and over again my head still goes to what am i going to be doing tomorrow what will life look like in my future it just keeps coming up so we have to continue surrendering them to the lord and actually when we just focus on today and when we see all that we've been given today and the good that we have today and when we come to him with our anxieties that we have today 
we find a greater sense of peace and joy and contentment. Sometimes thinking about our future is trying to take control of our lives to make sure that it all works out when actually when we realize we just need help for today and to trust him with our tomorrow, that is a better place to live. One final thought on this is that there is an underlying hope for our future for the Christian. There is something about um, our future that we can and we should and we must think about. And that is our eternal future. The certainty that believers can have that one day when we end this life and we go and be with Jesus, we have an eternal hope and a certainty that we will be with him and there will be joy and there will be peace and there'll be no more sickness there'll be no more sin no more shame no more worries no more anxiety it will be a wonderful future that we have with him this is what paul writes he says in 2 corinthians 4 we do not lose heart though our outer self is wasting away our inner self is being renewed day by day for this light momentary affliction is preparing for us an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison in romans 8 paul writes that we're groaning inwardly for that day when we're adopted as sons where we are with our savior and with our father for eternity it is good for us to think about eternity it helps us when we're facing our trials, it puts everything into perspective. And in the light of eternity, we can live day by day, seeking first the kingdom of God, surrendering to his will, knowing that he will work all things for our good. And we know where we're going to be. We know what our final destination is, an eternity with our Saviour. Those are our thoughts from Scripture. Now we're going to have our around the table discussion on today and tomorrow. Welcome to our virtual around the table discussion, our last for this series of the Everyday God. Can I get an R? Oh, yeah. so sad <laughs> but um it's it's been really really encouraging and these discussions have been uh, really enjoyable and i hope um, everybody's found them helpful so we're going to do it one more time for this series let's go around our table just uh, say who you are and um a little bit about yourself let's start with emily hi emily hello hello um, hello so i studied psychology at the University of Kent for three years and loved Canterbury and City so much that I ended up staying um I and I currently work as a support worker in a mental health hospital Mm. great hi Emily hi Grace hello I'm Grace um I work at the University of Kent in administration. Um, I'm married to John Mark, and we're both from New Jersey originally. Um, We've lived in Canterbury for about six years now. We came to England for John Mark's studies, um, and we live in a little house um, in the Kentish countryside. Oh, picturesque. (laughs) Wonderful. And um, finally, Andrew. Hi, Andrew. 
Hello everyone, um, I'm Andrew, I am a master's student at the University of Kent where I'm studying urban planning and resilience. Um, been in Canterbury for five years now, uh, one of the leaders of Yellow Tribe and currently starting work on my 12,000 word dissertation. So, oh. <laughs> I can tell what's on your mind. Yes. <laughs> oh, you're doing well, friend. You're doing very well. Um, thanks for joining today for our uh, discussion on today and tomorrow. And um, this thought of, you know, how often do we think about tomorrow, next week, next year, about our future plans for our studies and career and relationships and where we're going to be and what we're going to do. Um, it crosses my mind a lot. Um, and um, I thought a fun way to start, quick 30 second question is when you were a kid, what did you want to be when you grew up? Oh, so I think I changed my mind like every single year at school. <laughs> I think the main thing was I wanted to be a teacher because I used to set all, like, all of my teddies up and use like a whiteboard that I had and tried to like teach them obviously it wasn't that successful but yes <laughs> teacher. this is what you want to be when you were a kid right yes. rather than last year whilst living with the Hopkins you know made them all give me their 30s no, yeah. no definitely not <laughs> Grace, how about you? Um, yeah, like Emily, I think I, I changed every year, but I do remember um, really wanting to be a veterinarian because um, I just absolutely loved animals as, as a child and I had an assortment of interesting pets. Um, but I think this dream sort of faded when I realized how hard I was going to have to work. Yeah, I just remember thinking, you know, isn't it enough that I just love animals? Um, but no, so I, I, I sort of parked that dream. Um, what were some of your interesting pets? Oh, do you really want to know? <laughs> well, just give us a couple if, well, it's, some, a, if had, it's a long list. Well, I had rabbits, but the most oh. interesting one, and I can't believe I'm saying this on a recording, is I had um, a little white rat. Oh. A young child. <laughs> So, yes, rabbits, dogs, cats, and, and a little white rat. And a little white rat. <laughs> cool, moving on. Andrew. <laughs> um, I used to want to be a baker, I think, for a little bit. Um, but not only a baker. So I, it, the plan was I'd have part of the house, do my baking stuff, making everyone happy, and my wife would be running the attached library. That was the plan I had, it, <laughs> I had in my brain. Um, and there are going to be horses in the back as well. I remember it. I remember drawing a picture of, the, of my dream house, and that was going to be the setup. Oh, wow. What a dream. Wow. Yeah, I'm That's... almost there. So close. Yeah, so close. I believe it. It's going to happen. <laughs> wow. Um, what fun. And um, sure, we've all got uh, interesting things that we wanted to be uh, when, when, we, when we grew up, but it, it, it doesn't stop thinking about our future and thinking about tomorrow um and we're all wired slightly differently that all play um a big um big part of, of one person compared to another so um just to go a little bit deeper let's um let's consider the question of do you feel like you're more of a future dreamer or a kind of feet on the ground day-to-day -day kind of person do, do you find yourself often thinking about the next big idea or what what tomorrow next year is going to be like or do you just kind of um, go from day to day yeah I think 
I can get very caught up in thinking about the future during big times of change in my life. Um, so for instance, coming to the end of university or a job or um, whatever it might be, my mind can very much be on what's next. But otherwise, I think I'm more of a practical feet on the ground day to day person. Um, so I think actually the, ch the challenge for me sometimes can be not getting too caught up in the day to day tasks that they don't become my sole focus, because I think I'm very task oriented. And so if I'm not careful, I can actually be, you know, more driven by my to do lists and sort of lose sight of the of the bigger picture and, and what's really important. Uh, I would say that I'm also um quite a, like feet on the ground based person. I think I'm quite a logical thinker. And so I always think, you know, what are my next steps? What am I doing? Um, I like to have a lot of structure and control in my life. And I think that begins, at least for me, in the day-to-day -day sorting out of, you know, what I've got to get done for that day, what are my plans, getting stuff sorted. So um, not saying I don't dream dream big and, and think about things. And especially, uh, as Grace was saying, in times of change, those questions come up, you know, really high in your on your mind. But um, generally, yeah, day to day, feet on the ground. So I'd say that I'm more of a day to day person too. I think um, I kind of tend to focus on almost like to do lists um, and what I've got to do in a day. Um, but like Grace was saying, when it comes to times of change um, and maybe times of the year that are quite significant so like new year and stuff like that um I tend to kind of think more about the future but I have always wanted to be a future dreamer but just the way I'm like programmed um I, I'm not so yeah I think there's something particular about um being at university where there is a lot of change if we're talking about you know big seasons or, or times of, of a big shift in what life mm -hmm. looks like, that happens a lot um, during you know before, during, and after university years. As a young adult, there's a lot of change and transition that goes on. So I think it's a very natural, normal thing to experience as a student thinking about tomorrow and being a bit anxious about it or trying to take control of it. And um, there's mm -hmm. a tension as a Christian of acknowledging those things and um, and knowing that, that there are plans in our hearts whilst also surrendering them over to Jesus and mm. seeking first the kingdom and, and, and surrendering to his will. So um, just for the rest of our conversation today, I want us to um, think about what are those particular things that we think that uh, as students, um, can draw us to spend much more time thinking about our tomorrows when when we want to be those who are rooted in our todays. Maybe there are things that uh, for you, um, Andrew, currently as a student or for Grace Emily, when you were students, that you felt like those are challenges. Those are things that, um, that cause me fear or anxiety um, about my future. And kind of any thoughts um, as to how to deal with those and how to give those over to Jesus? I think for me, one of the, the concerns that kind of kept coming up every year was who am I going to live with in the year after? Um, I didn't you know live with the same people for any period of time. And so that, that concern at the start of my second year was already in my mind about, well, next year, what am I going to do? Who am I going to be living with? Um, 
and I think that was really like hard to process because I didn't feel like I had a huge amount of control on, on dealing with that. Um, but I, um, but I think the way that I dealt with it was reasonably good. Um, I don't know. Um, but I think like one sharing those concerns was really useful. You realize that other people uh, have similar problems, um, and are going through other like big challenges that they're going through. Um, and just like getting little things done, like making, making, like doing a list of stuff to get done. So being proactive and rather than um, like being petrified of doing anything, just getting some little stuff done to, to start, to start um, thinking about those big things was really useful. Mm. And I did find somewhere to live. Yay. <laughs> I think for me, especially when I was in my third year, I think a big part of it is the kind of what's next step. Um, I remember being a third year student and kind of being constantly asked the question, oh, what are your plans for next year? Do you have anything lined up? And obviously that's very normal to be asked that. Um, But I remember getting quite frustrated because I almost felt like I had to make an excuse for the fact that I didn't know. Um, And I didn't, I had no idea. I mean, I graduated and and didn't have a job lined up. I didn't know where I was um, or like what I was going to be doing. Thankfully, um, I kind of had somewhere to live. So that was kind of the certainty of that. Um, Mm. But I remember kind of being quite panicked and God taught me a lot through the season of of not having a job and not really knowing what I was going to do um so shout out to all the third years or just the final years that are dealing with this in such a weird time as well because I can't imagine what it's like um to be doing it through all of this um but what's amazing is that we have a God that's so certain um and I remember God really teaching me to to take a day at a time with it and not kind of panic about what I'd be doing in a year's time or even in like a month's time um and he did he provided every single day whether that be mm-hmm. something for me to do kind of a job application that popped up for me to do or a job interview mm-hmm. or something like that um I was never kind of left in the dark with it God kind of just provided that next step he didn't mm-hmm. kind of give me a long step-by-step plan with it all mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. so I think yeah I think being present and taking a day at a time and kind of reminding yourself that you know god will always provide it you just might not see the the long term of it at that present mm-hmm. moment um mm-hmm. and i think yeah disc- like talking to my friends about it um was really really helpful um and just being like hey can you pray with me about this cuz i think a lot of my friends were in situations where they knew what they were going to be doing some weren't but um they were really understanding and able to kind of get alongside me with it so yeah no it's really it's so encouraging and I just think yeah you guys are so right because I think we live in such um yeah a very individualistic culture it's all about sort of taking control and forging our path ahead and it and it is always about the next thing um like you're saying Emily it's so evident in conversation you know what are you doing next what job what career um it's always about the next thing and I think that as a society we really buy into this idea that the grass is always greener at the next Mm -hmm. thing um and I think that 
you know, inside and outside of the church, it can lead us into, yeah, just putting joy or contentment on hold mm-hmm. until until we get to the next thing. Because I think, yeah, sometimes it, it's almost easier in a way to look ahead than to deal with the mundane day to day. And I can see this in, in my own life. You know, I so look forward to the weekend or the summer or the next break or, or whatever it might be. And um, yeah, but but like you're saying, you know, our, our identity isn't in these grand plans that we have. And I think that God really calls us to adhere to just such a different perspective, which is one on of, you know, dependence and communion with him. And I think that's really counterintuitive, countercultural to be dependent on someone um, and to seek him in, in the everyday moments and, and decisions. So, yeah, really encouraging you guys. Yeah, I think just a kind of a, a final thought for us to just have a quick chat about are those things of God um, and his character and um, the things of scripture that we read in, in, in God's word. And also, as believers, the assurance of eternity that these things, if they're rooted deep within us, can help us when we start to lean towards anxiety, start to lean towards fear, start to lean towards control when we think about future and actually replace it with, no, God, I know you're in control. Mm. God, I know you're working Mm. all things for my good. I know that you know the numbers of my days. So maybe just as a final thing, are there any kind of the deep-rooted truths of God or some truths from scripture? Or maybe for you, it is that the thought of eternity is a particularly helpful thing that um, we could just share about as, as things that have helped you that might help others. Yeah, I've got something, uh, something but I don't know, if I, it might sound a bit silly, but um, like God obviously loves his people and they continually make the wrong decisions um, uh, and, they, and God has to keep coming back and reminding them of, him and leading them back on the right path and so I kind of feel like in my life um, if I'm trying to make the right decision God's for that and you know he's not going to be angry if I'm proactively trying to um, do the right thing Um, Mm. so I think that always helps me to know that like he's definitely for his people then and he's for his people now and that includes me Um, so I think that yeah that's something that I, I find quite useful. Yeah, something that I found quite encouraging, even recently, not just kind of as a student, but um, holding on to the promises of God. And and actually, so I like I wrote a kind of list of God's promises, not all of them, because that would take a very long time. <laughs> um, but there was one from Proverbs about the promise of life. Um, and it says, for those who find me, find life and um, receive favour from the Lord. And although that says nothing about kind of your future or anything like that, that says that God gives you life. And that's not just an inspirational kind of quote to be taken and make you feel better. It actually doesn't matter kind of what you end up doing in life and your career and where you are, where you live, because whatever whatever that is, whatever that looks like for you, you have life in God and you have favour from God. And that is... Mm the the best thing that you could have um because having favor from from god means that you know throughout your whole life he's he's going to be there with you kind of 
championing you and, and he's so for you um and to have that in any season of life and any kind of year at uni or any job um is just really encouraging what a wonderful way to to round off our mm. discussions of mm. the, in the, the the everyday god series and talking about today and tomorrow thank you so much for your time and for your pearls of wisdom um uh coming up next just a final couple of ideas as to how to uh yeah be with god every day with your today and tomorrow thanks everyone okay. see you later Let's finish this episode with some further ideas that will hopefully help you give your today and tomorrow to Jesus. Um, The first one is read Philippians. I find Philippians particularly helpful on this topic. Um, Very famous verses um, that you probably recognise of um, being sure that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion at the day of Jesus Christ, the eternal hope that we have um, of what it means to strain forward to what lies ahead, pressing on towards the goal of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus and the example of Jesus and his humility, the way that he lived his life and the way he was willing to surrender his life and be obedient to death, even death on a cross. It's a great letter, um, full of encouragement and exhortation to live your everyday for Jesus in the light of the eternal promise and how to how to do that. Um, so go to Philippians. Um, a couple of Christian books written by Christian authors um, that I find particularly helpful on this topic. One is called Next by Matt Carvel. Um, it's just a short, simple book. Um, particularly about considering the next stage of life. So if you're completing university or um, next year university is looking very different for you, um, then this is a very practical book about how to, yes, think ahead about plans, money, where to live, what to do, relationships, um, through the lens of being a follower of Jesus and ultimately trusting in him for it. So um, that's next by Matt Carvel. Another one is... Um, that um, in Jesus' teaching about not being anxious about tomorrow reveals that often we do think about tomorrow because we're anxious about it. So um, Living Without Worry by Timothy Lane is a great, another short book, um, just unpacking um, different biblical passages about worry and um, how living without it is possible in Jesus. Um and it's, it can be a tricky thing to work out by ourselves, but we don't have to. We can come across these great books that give us great wisdom. So Living Without Worry by Timothy Lane is a really good one for dealing with anxiety um, and giving it over to Jesus. The final thing to mention is about talking about your thoughts about the future. Um, we touched on this in the discussion, but being open and being honest, not just thinking about it in your head and not just making the decisions yourself. I think often we do this. We, um, we have it all going through our head. We think about things a lot and then we reach a kind of decision and then we start sharing about things and then we might get good wisdom, but it might be hard to hear when we feel like we've already decided 
what's next and it might not be right or might need to be different or it might confirm what we're thinking but coming to people openly and honestly about your thoughts about the future can be really helpful what i've found is that especially when i'm anxious about something about the future or a season i'm in at the moment and how that is going to affect my future when i've started talking to people especially in church good christian community suddenly i've realized oh they've struggled with the same thing or they've experienced the same season of life and then suddenly their testimony their story of um, how they struggle with it or how they dealt with it and how God ultimately had everything in their hands is really really helpful talking to those people who've already experienced those seasons of life that are, that are ahead of you can give you great insight and wisdom and guidance um, to help with those decisions and um, often it uh, it just shows that God is in control that when people have faced particularly anxious seasons of life that uh, their story is that God God has pulled them through so those are our final thoughts and that's the end of our series on the everyday God and I really really do pray and hope that through this um, it has changed something in you that it's helped you make a decision about how you're going to spend your mornings and evenings, how you're going to consider those busy days, quiet days, when you've got an easy day or a tough day ahead of you, when you're in your work days or your holidays, and ultimately living today and giving over tomorrow to Jesus has made a real difference to you. Um, We're excited for our uh, next series. of the City Students podcast where we do something fresh and and different so look out for that and um, yeah hopefully see you next time on the City Students podcast. Mm -hmm.